Yo, what's going on, guys? Deshaun Williams here. I'm the host of the Chillin' with the NFL podcast, and welcome to the first episode. We had our first two season predictions. We decided that this would be the first official, official episode. So, welcome, folks. Um, I'm so excited to be doing this. I'm excited for the NFL season to start. Um, I will not be joined by my co-host, Savan. I hope to see him on Friday when we post again. But honestly, let's just jump right into it, right? So today's Wednesday, tomorrow's Thursday, NFL season starts on that day. And we got the Rams and the Bills. And I really just want to run down that whole thing, talk about some news. You know, we got Lamar Jackson contract news, of course. Uh, We got some Pittsburgh Steelers news. So those are the things I definitely want to talk about today. On Friday, uh, we will definitely do more with news. yeah, there's just a lot more to talk about that I would have really wanted to hear Savant's opinion on. So with that being said, let's jump right into it. Two biggest questions for the game with the Rams and the Bills. Von Miller's return to L.A. and the Rams raising their banner. And also, of course, Matthew Stafford getting his first NFL ring. So with that being said, let's talk about Von Miller, right? So not only... Did Von Miller win a, you know, another Super Bowl with this team? He then has to, you know, make a big time decision, right? Do I go back to a stacked team, you know, with the Rams, or do I, you know, try something new? He decided to try something new. He signed with the Bills, and just when he thought he didn't have to see his old friends for a while, of course they get matched up in Week One, the defending champs. Get to see Von Miller again. Not in a Rams uniform. You know, I, I think Matthew Stafford will see a lot of Von Miller. Uh, not in the way he probably likes it, but he'll see a lot of him. So, yeah, that that hurts as a Rams fan, I would assume. Again, I wouldn't know. I'm a Broncos fan. Don't start with the hate. Uh, so, I wouldn't know how that feels, but I, I definitely wouldn't feel good if I was a Rams fan. Speaking of the Rams, well, as a Ram, Von Miller had five sacks. As a Ram, he had, of course, a lot of tackles, but injuries, of course, derailed him that whole season. So who knows what would have happened if he, you know, fully had stayed healthy because he didn't really get a lot of QB hits as he was, you know, still recovering from his injuries. Um, the next thing, of course, would be Matthew Stafford getting to see that banner be raised and finally get to have a sense of sense of accomplishment in his career not that he hasn't had accomplishments in his career before but this this is obviously the biggest one right and this is the proudest moment of his career is winning this Super Bowl um so many years in Detroit so many failures with that and then to come to a new team your first year and just you know blow the roof out and win a Super Bowl it's got to be a great feeling. 
Next, I definitely want to talk about Bobby Wagner, as this is a new start for him. Traded from, oh, excuse me, no, he was released from Seattle, and he later signed with the Bill uh, Rams. Uh, Bobby Wagner has been on a downfall of his career, and it's not his fault, honestly. It's really not. There's there's a way to uh, say that he just, you know, wasn't happy as a Seahawk, uh, as, you know, Russell Wilson clearly wasn't, you know, and news has come out about that stuff. So, you know, there's that aspect of it that, oh, hey, I just wasn't happy as a Seahawk. I wanted something different, and I never got that chance till now. So, honestly, I don't know what to expect from him, but I, I hope that I see, you know, Bobby turn back the clock a little bit, you know, and, you know, make me forget about his age. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about, since we're talking about, you know, new additions to teams, let's talk about Allen Robinson, right? Uh, Allen Robinson got uh, got himself a pretty good deal to to be on a winning team right now considering he spent a lot of time in Chicago, you know, where nothing just happened for him. Now, when I talk about Allen, Ra- Allen Robinson's uh, stats, I definitely don't want to look at just 2021 because honestly, like, just wasn't a good year to be a Bears player or a fan, right? So I definitely want to look back at 2022 where he would make, excuse me, he would be targeted 217 times. He would make the catch 140 times. He had 1,660 yards. He had seven touchdowns, and he would catch the ball 64.5% of the time. Uh, He only had, again, seven touchdowns, but, again, he's playing for the Bears, and he was pretty much their number one receiver. So, you know, he had a lot of attention on him. Now he's not the number one. He's the number two, and he's obviously happy about that. Um, you know, getting to play with the MVP, Cooper Cup, you know, alongside him, and then to even then, like, be able to, you know, continue to pad his stats because, again, the Rams are a pass-heavy team, and, you know, he got the MVP, so, you know, all the attention is going to go to him, that he sneaks by and, you know, beats you deep. So, yeah, it should be a fun year for him, honestly. Um, I think that a really interesting story. I put this here because I think the Bills will win. So let's just get that out the way now. I think the Bills beat the Rams. And I wanted to put this here, that the Rams had never lost a season opener since Sean McVay became their head coach. So this could really be the first time that the Bills are under 500 with Sean McVay as their head coach. And I think that's absolutely crazy. So I definitely want to give, uh, you know, props and stuff to Sean McVay. That's absolutely incredible. You know, it sucks that it's going to have to come to an end on Thursday, but again, just absolutely incredible. I love to see that, right? Uh, next, uh, let's let's switch focus, go to the Bills. Um, the Bills are definitely dealing with injuries. I think the biggest one has got to be Tredavious White's injury as he continue, continues to recover from his ACL recovery tear. Um, and now you have to start two rookies, which honestly, it sounds bad, but it's really not because these two rookies have absolutely balled out in preseason. Uh, first, we got Christian Benford, who was a, a six-round pick, right? Showed out during preseason. He only allowed one catch for nine yards in the entirety of preseason. And I know you're thinking, oh, that's nothing. It's preseason. Well, think about it like this. You are a six-round rookie 
which means that you're playing a lot more than you think, right? You're playing the second half, you know, third quarter of every single preseason game and stuff like that. So to only allow one catch for those nine yards, that's absolutely incredible, right? And then you have Kair Elam, you know, he's 6'1", 195. He was the round one pick for the Bills. Uh, he he struggled at times, right? But I absolutely heard that he was doing great as the preseason round down. So I I like I I really love Kair Alon, like the just a great man defender. He's patient. The only weakness I found about this man was his run support, right? Like not not too hot on that, right? But don't don't expect to like catch the ball too much when this man is guarding you you know like like I said he's an amazing man defender and I love that but since we're talking about secondaries right like we can't forget about Jalen Ramsey right you know that guy the all pro right we, we all know who Jalen Ramsey is right um, if if you don't uh, allow me to introduce you to this man uh, let, let's just say that when Jalen Ramsey's guarding you you can catch the ball, but you won't get very far. Right. So Jalen Ramsey does not miss tackles. He's okay with giving up. I'm, okay. Let me not say that. I'm not going to say that he's okay with giving up catches, but he understands that as a corner, that's going to happen. Right. Sometimes the receiver beats you on a really good move. Right. Or sometimes they just get lucky. Right. So he doesn't let that get to him. Right. So if the catch is made, like, like, I either expect that ball to be knocked out your hands because he's coming in that hard on you or he breaks up the pass or expect something just not many yards gained, right? Like, expect three to four yards or something gained on the pass, you know, especially a short one. If you're going deep on Jalen Ramsey, you've obviously lost your mind, right? That ball is getting picked off every single time. I don't care who you are. Of course, you got Aaron Donald. I, I honestly do not need to introduce you all to Aaron Donald. If you don't know who Aaron Donald is, honestly, do the research yourself. The, this man is a beast, right? Like, no one no one is stopping Aaron Donald. But one thing I will say that is going to be great about this game is that it's going to be an absolute air raid between two QBs, right? You got Matthew Stafford, who's got Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson now. Now, granted, of course, Josh Allen only has Stefan Diggs, but he made a lot of guys better, right? And I know people will say, like, like, oh, Josh Allen wasn't really good in 2018, blah, blah, blah. Well, in 2018, he was like a second year or rookie, right? And every year he's gotten better and better and better, right? So what's to say that he doesn't do even better than he did last year? Right, and he he wins the MVP, so I I'm I'm so excited to see Josh Allen play, I really am. Um, as I continue to talk about these two teams, um, we got the Bills' pass defense was the best in the league, and they still got they have three of those guys who were part who were big main parts still on their team. Only two will play though in Week One, as Tre'Davious White was one of those guys who's now facing injuries the other two are Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde they absolutely carry that that secondary right 
And I look forward to see what these two rookies can do. I really do. I, I mean, I... Oh, how many times do I have to say I love Kair Alam? Like, oh my gosh, I love this kid. But, yeah, I, I look forward to this second year. I think it's going to be another, you know, great year for the second year. I think they're... I don't think they're going to be the best in the league, but I think they're definitely top five still. Next, we're going to talk about uh, the Rams as one of the best passing teams. Obvious reasons, you know, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Robert Woods before his injury. But they also had a top five defense last year, and they still have elite pass rushing. Of course, you have Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and Greg Gaines. Of course, Von Miller was a part of that, but he no longer is, so that's taken away something. But... I, I just love this pass rush, I think. Like, it's it's a really, it's, it's so elite. And that, like, I mean, the, don't get me wrong. The Bills also have a great run defense, you know, pass rush defense. But I think the Rams is just on a different level of good, right? But speaking of that, we have the Bills as a great run defense team, right? So you have Von Miller, who you just added. You have Tremaine Edmonds, Ed Oliver, and Matt Milano. Now, you did lose a piece, right? You lost a piece in free agency to the Pittsburgh Steelers and Texans, but, you know, you, you move on with that because you have Von freaking Miller. So, you know, you're not too you're, – you're sad, but you're not sad, if that makes sense, right? You know, you're like, oh, man, dang, we lost him, but God dang, we got Von Miller, right? So, there's that. This is going to be a great game, honestly. This is primetime television, right? This is – at SoFi Stadium, this is the home opener. This sets the tone for the NFL season. This is going to be a great game. I can't wait to see Matthew Stafford get back out there. But I do have to raise the eyeball question about his elbow, right? He says he's ready to go. But honestly, I, I don't know how much airing it out he will do. Now, if I know Matthew Stafford, like I think I do, um, the reason I had the Bills winning this game, realistically, was because... I remember, I mean, this is this has been the thing for Matthew Stafford's whole career. Ever since Matthew Stafford got, you know, got Calvin Johnson on his team, whenever he was in need, he would throw it up, right? And he would say, hey, Calvin, give me the catch, right? Well, he kind of forgot that he doesn't have Calvin Johnson anymore. He he did that in um in Los Angeles, too, and that's a problem. The, the best example I could give you is that the 49ers should not have made the playoffs last year, right? The Rams should have eliminated them, but Matthew Stafford panicked. He forgot that Odell Beckham's not, you know, Calvin Johnson. Odell will moss you, but he won't Megatron you. So he threw it up to Odell, and it was picked off, right? So that was just bad for uh, for the Rams. And they, they did make it to the Super Bowl, thank goodness, right? But, you know, in the end, Matthew Stafford still has that, that bad, uh, not quality, but... You guys know what I'm saying? That that bad, like, assumption to, oh, if I get in trouble, hey, somebody's going to bail me out, right? Not always the case. So trust your wide receivers, but, you know, don't force it down your throats, right? So next, let's move on to the some NFL news. Uh, we got Lamar Jackson contract news still. This has been in the news, like, everywhere since the preseason. Honestly, I'm getting tired of hearing about it. So honestly, this is probably the only time I will actually talk about this so realistically Lamar Jackson is interested in a 230 million dollar guaranteed deal like Deshaun Watson he has a right to that do I think that he's worth the fully guaranteed no I'll tell you why 
Lamar Jackson is a great QB. Rephrase that. He's a good QB. He's not he's not great. And I'll tell you why. He's a great rusher, right? I mean, I make jokes all the time, like, oh hey, Lamar Jackson's a running back, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, that's relatively true. That's relatively true. He's an elusive running back. You can't touch this man. So, you know, but when he throws the ball, if you force Lamar Jackson to throw the ball, you're doing something really well. Lamar Jackson is not the best store. He he's not accurate, right? Let's just get that out the way. He's not accurate at all. But at the same time, he's still young, so there's still a lot for him to learn. And I do respect that. And I do respect that he's still trying to get better. But do I think I would give him a $230 million contract guarantee? No, I would still give him 230 but not fully guaranteed. He's got to do a little bit more for me to say, oh, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You get the full 230 Um, I do understand why he wants a Watson-type deal, right? You know, Deshaun Watson, he's a He's a good QB, you know, he's not elite. Uh he was a superstar. He's not anymore for obvious reasons. I won't get into all that stuff, but but yeah, I, I just don't think Lamar's worth it right right now. Right now. And then even then, right, like like the I, I just don't think that you'll see Lamar Jackson sign a contract deal this year, right? He he doesn't want to hire an agent, which really isn't the main problem here, honestly. It's it's not. Um I respect that Lamar believes in himself. I respect that a lot. So I'm not really focused on like, oh, he won't hire an agent, so blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not really. I don't care about that stuff, right? I respect that. But he also said that he's not opposed to taking the $23 million uh, option next year, right? So, I mean, that's that's not bad, right? So it gives the Ravens more time to you know, extend him. And, and you could tell that Lamar really does want to stay in Baltimore, right? Like, like if I was, if I was a former MVP, right, I would have been like, you know, pay me up front right now, right? No, forget the $23 million option. If you don't want to pay me, I'll walk right now. So I respect Lamar because he, he wants to stay there. They just haven't agreed on a great amount yet. And I, I hope that the Ravens think this one through. Like, the, the best thing that they could do this year is try to make a playoff run, right? That that adds to Lamar wanting to stay there. And then even if they don't, if they go into the offseason, you know, maybe give him... You you really don't have to give Lamar Jackson a wide receiver core because, honestly, it, it would just be a waste of money to give him all these talented wide receivers just for him to run around the field, right? So if you just give him one one good wide receiver, like a, like a Marquise Brown, which, you know, again... No disrespect to the wide receivers he's already had. But if you give him good to elite one wide receiver who is, like, clear number one wide receiver, right, then the defense is like, oh, dang, you know, like, oh, shoot, Lamar can, he can run it. Now he's got somebody he can pass it to, he, he can trust, right? So if you give him that right, and then you got the Ravens defense, which actually isn't really that good, to be honest. But but they can, they can fix that. They can fix that. They can fix that. But if you, if you give Lamar Jackson the weapon, like it, it it's gonna work out for the Ravens, right? So, so I, if I was them, I I would let I would excuse me, <laughs> I would work on the option deal. I would I would take the option. I would say, okay, let's work on a contract extension later. Let's just play football, right? Let's win games, make playoffs, possibly make a run at the Super Bowl, right? 
that's what I would do if I was the Ravens. Uh, the final thing I want to talk about is well, Kenny Pickett. Man, I love Kenny Pickett. He's going to be the Steelers' QB. Guarantee you, week seven, Kenny Pickett. Um, Mitch Trubisky. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. Uh, what can I say? He's bad. He's pretty bad at the whole football thing. Uh, he had a rating, you know, that rating plus thing that says, hey, you're pretty good at, fo- at football, or no, you're pretty bad at football. Well, you know, last time that he started a game, you know, for, for like a full season, not no backup stuff. Yeah, his rating plus was an 88. Just so you know, the average rating plus is a 100. That's average. Hey, you're an average QB. Average. If you have an 88, that's a problem. You are 20% worse than an average QB. I don't care what Mitch Trubisky did in the preseason. He played one quarter. Or he played, oh, excuse me, he played the first half. I don't care about that. It's still Mitch Trubisky. He's bad. Okay? I understand why Pittsburgh did what they did, you know, saying, oh, hey, let's start uh, Mitch over the rookie, right? You had all these guys, right? You you had to use them somehow. So why not, right? Let, let Mitch take the snaps, some snaps, right? And then if it's not working out, which it won't work out, I'm trying to tell you now, it will not work out. This is, let's be real. Then you have Kenny Pickett behind him. This is also Kenny Pickett could just give some more reps in at practice and all that good stuff. Um, from what I've read, they say that Mitch Trubisky needs to avoid mistakes early. It doesn't matter if he avoids mistakes or not. I mean, like, I mean, if if Mitch goes out and throws like three picks week one, and I I'd be pretty skeptical that he won't start week two, right? But I mean, Mitch is gonna Mitch, so um, yeah, he he's got to avoid mistakes early. I don't completely agree with that. I feel like that's just something you have to say. Um, overall, Kenny Pickett will be the starting QB and by week seven. I mean, Kenny Pickett at one point had to play three quarters, right? So we're talking about 80% completion. This is his preseason stats. 80% completion, three touchdowns, and he had a 124 rating as a QB. Now I know what you're thinking. Oh, 80%, blah, 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 oh, four or five, blah, blah. No, 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 not four or five. 29 of 36. Yeah, he threw 36 passes this preseason. Three touchdowns. We all remember the uh, all those highlights, right? Kenny Pickett looks stellar. So, yeah, I think that he'll be taken over by midseason. That's not outrageous to say at all. That's actually the truth. If you don't believe that, you're delusional, honestly. So, um, as always, I'm your host, Deshaun. Another short podcast. Not as short as Fridays, last last Fridays. But I will say, plus 10 minutes, that's an improvement. So keep working at it. Uh, we'll be back Friday. I hope to have my co-host back because, like I said, I there's so much that me and Savon can talk about. Um, as always, uh, today's show was sponsored by Chilling with the NBA Podcast. Uh, have you ever wanted to talk about the NBA or listen to me talk about the NBA? Yeah, that's kind of what I do on Chilling with the NBA podcast, part of the Chilling series. So go give it a look. Uh, 
That comes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't know when the first episode will be. I think that I'm going to start recording next week. But just stay tuned for that. Join me Friday. Hopefully me and Stevon Friday. And I'm logging off. Oh.